Hi, this is Dave Caius, one of the hosts of Barbecue Radio Nation, and thank you for tuning in and listening to one of our archived versions of our national radio show. By the way, if one of your local radio stations is not carrying Barbecue Radio Nation, please have them contact us, and you can be listening to us on your radio. Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am your host, Dave Caius, along with engineer Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Hello. Producer T-Bone. T-Bone, anything exciting in your world? I, I'm very concerned. Uh, my son's birthday is this Friday and I got nothing. Nothing? I've, uh, well, wanted to get him a bicycle, but did you know there's like a huge shortage? I've heard that. Of bicycles. I've heard that. I went to the sporting goods store, one of the big chains. They had like, you know, they've got a comp- full aisle of nothing but bicycles and racks too deep, too high. Mm-hmm. They had like four bikes. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard because people are riding and walking and all that kind of stuff. Now, your son, by the way, we've mentioned this before, but the, the music that you just heard, your son wrote and did the guitar on that. It's a great, great yes. little intro for us. What about something musical for him? Or are those all gone too? <laughs> oh my God, he's, he's got everything he could ever want, just about. Well, in so, your mind, probably not his. You know, I, I could send him to the Musicians Institute for tens of thousands of dollars in Los Angeles, but... Okay. Well, if he's listening, that's going to be a great birthday present. We need more sponsors for that. <laughs> yeah, we need more sponsors for that. <laughs> By the way, we'll do it for trade if you're in the <laughs> Music Institute of Los Angeles or whatever it is you just said. And of course, that other voice you just heard is my co-host, Dan Doc Hathaway, our barbecue expert. Dan, quick question. You, you know, of course, you run the Kansas City Barbecue Store. Has business gone down a little bit since Labor Day's over? You know, it hasn't gone down so much since Labor Day as since school has gone back in session. Okay. So all the kids are back in school, and, and that equals nobody's doing anything except for praying that they stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Half days and all that. Right. Yeah. So, no, I mean, it's been okay, but we, it, it, it happens every year. It always slows down a little bit after Labor Day, and then once... Uh, everybody gets settled in. Once everybody gets settled in, football starts back up, we're good to go again. And we're going to be talking football a little bit. We'll get to that in a second. Football. Uh, so, here's the one thing I wanted to mention. So, there, there's a stretch of road that I'm on every once in a while, and my car, I've got, I'm lucky, I've got a little moonroof to it, which I have open in nice weather. And right whenever here. I go this little stretch of road, um, there is either somebody or a bunch of people in that area that barbecue, like, all the time. And there's nothing worse than driving your car and you smell barbecue and you don't have time to go to a barbecue joint or go home. And I'm, I don't know, it's just high on my list of things that are frustrating. Wow. Your life is complicated, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I just want to pull over to these people and go, could you not? Could you Could you not do it? You know, could you just? Yeah. 
If you know I'm coming down your street, yeah, yeah. I pull over and I go to him and say hi and I give him our card. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Sadly, he does. He's... I get out and check out their grills and see if they need a new one. <laughs> there you go. I notice you don't have a Traeger. <laughs> <laughs> Those knobs on that thing look pretty nasty. We're going to have to get you a new one. It's good to see that Dan and T-Bone are trying to make a profit out of smelling other people's barbecues. That's, that's good. I like that. Money doesn't make itself. That's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, we got a great guest coming on. Speaking of barbecue, uh, Heath Riles is our guest. You can check him out. Check out his website, Heath Riles. BBQ.com. That's Heath. And then R-I-L-E-S, BBQ.com. He's won over 70 grand championships. Been on the Travel Channel and the Food Network. Um, we're also going to get him to uh, fork over a recipe for us. Um, I don't know. If we haven't figured that out yet. But we, everybody, just get your pen and pen, pen and paper ready for that. But uh, you know Heath. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, like... <laughs> like most guests that we have, I know Heath directly through the through the barbecue store. We sell his products. He's got an awesome line of rubs and uh, and sauces and and injections and marinades and all kinds of good stuff. And he's he's kind of like the new up and comer when it comes to uh, big barbecue social media guys. So uh, it'll be interesting what he has to say. And uh, yeah, look forward to it. I want to talk to him too about one of the videos he made uh, about. Um Pork steak, I believe it was, uh, and it was just unbelievable. Pork, Speaking, pork steaks are so darn oh good. Oh, man, my, my mouth just filled with saliva <laughs> yeah. when you said that. Here's the deal. When you live in Kansas City, and I grew up in Kansas City, been in Kansas City my entire life, you don't know about pork steaks unless you, you know, you get a little older and you start, you know, kind of exploring different cuisines and and, you know, there's always the St. Louis connection to pork steak. So that's kind of, I think that's what, that what kind of blocks it from the Kansas City scene. But, uh, man, pork okay. steaks are awesome. I know we're about to do an Ask Dr. Dan segment, but here's my Ask Dr. Dan question. Shoot. What's the difference between a pork steak and a pork chop? So pork chop is actually cut from a different part. Pork steaks are actually cut. If you were to take a whole pork shoulder and put it on a bandsaw and cut it into about half-inch steaks, that's how, that's how you get pork steaks. It's actually a pork it's part of the pork shoulder. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If, yeah. if you can do that and keep the pig from objecting. Yeah. If you can hold it still long <laughs> enough to get a bandsaw to it. Guys, I won't even sit down. For, <laughs> I won't even sit down for a haircut. So let's not even talk about that. We've noticed. We've noticed. Everybody's noticed. Hippie. Somebody put on my Facebook page about me looking like uh, what? What is it? The Mountain Men on the Discovery Channel or something like that. Well, that's generous. <laughs> So speaking of the Ask Dr. Dan, our Barbecue Fix-It Man segment, it is sponsored by our September Barbecue Sauce of the Month. And in this case, we've got some spices and rubs and seasonings of the month. This is, you got to check this out. Casa M Spice Company. Check out their website, casamspice.com. That's Casa mspice.com. We're giving away the range sample pack from Casa M Spice Company. The sample pack includes eight different seasonings to spice up whatever you're cooking on or off the grill. Really good stuff. Uh, T-Bone, what you got for us? I've got a question from Rod Clark. Rod. And Rod wants to know, what are the benefits of infrared grilling, if any? Okay, I didn't even know that. Thank that was you. I was going to say <laughs> the, the the two non experts over here. We have no idea what he just said. That's okay. So f fill us in first of all on what it is and the benefits. And who's Fire making, who's making those? So when it comes to infrared grills, you know they really became popular about ten years ago, and and Charbroil uh, put out a line of infrared grills that they sold in the big box stores, and they they were great. You know they they it's a propane it's a propane grill 
with burners underneath it. Then there's a plate that sits underneath the, uh, the grate. And so that whole entire plate heats up and you're cooking with radiant heat. And, you know, real in, in truth, it's a radiant heat cooker, not an infrared cooker. So, I mean, the, the benefit you get out of them is that everything cooks evenly. It cooks quickly because you're, it's very intense heat and it's very even, but it also holds a lot of the moisture in there because you're not getting that direct flame. You don't get the flare up. And so it cooks just a, it just cooks a, just a shade differently. Have you seen it used at all in competition? No, they, you cannot use uh, propane-driven cookers in competition. Oh, really? Yeah, you I can't use that. propane at all, unless it's a different kind of sanctioning body. But for the most part, uh, propane is prohibited when it comes to uh, when it comes to barbecue cook They should have a weekday, in a hurry, just got off work, oh, they do. barbecue competition. Yeah, they, they have different... Um, you know, different categories right. that you can do that are ancillary kind of things. But when it comes to the four main meats, then no, it's a, it's a no go on the propane, but yeah, infrared grills. If you, if, if you are looking for a gas grill and you want something that's going to cook a little bit more evenly than just your run of the mill, $200 piece of junk gas grill, then yeah, go for an infrared. You, you won't be disappointed. Well, Rod, thank you so much for the question. We're going to send you the rain sample pack from Casa M Spice Company. Check out their website, casamspice.com and all kinds of great spices, different kinds. We're going to talk about it a little bit later. And while you're there, be sure to check out their recipes. And if you want to ask a question for Dan, you can go to our Facebook page at BBQ Radio Nation. And of course, while you're there, become a part of Barbecue Radio Nation or just email them at drdan at BBQ radionation.com that's dr dan at bbq radio nation and if we use your question you could get a free bottle of sauce for our sauce of the month coming up next segment we got heath riles from heath riles bbq.com and we will be right back right here on barbecue radio nation If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, DVDs, and so much more at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Barbecue Radio Nation with Dave Caius and Dan Hathaway will be right back. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. Baby, please don't go. Baby, please don't go back 
Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Kais along with barbecue expert Dan Hathaway. Great guest this week. We got Heath Riles. He has won over 70 grand championships. You may have seen him on the Travel Channel and Food Network. Check out his website, HeathRilesBBQ.com. That's HeathRilesBBQ.com. And while you're there, oh man, you, you definitely want to purchase his rub shakers, barbecue sauces, marinades, and injections. And if you want, you can bundle up and save. Dan, you know Heath. Yeah, we so Heath has this awesome line of products that we sell at the store, and they are on fire. <laughs> like at this point, I can't order enough of them. No at kidding. One time. Oh, I, yeah, I just like Heath. I placed an order with you last week, didn't I? And we yeah, got it all. Did. It came in today. We stocked the shelves, and then uh, we had to stock them again shortly after that. So yeah, it's your products are great, and I am super proud to have them in the store right now. Heath, is is it fun being a popular man like you are? Well, you know, I guess I'm going to ride the wave while it lasts. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> hey, Heath, I uh, before, when we get started here, I, I was looking at one of your videos on your website, HeathRilesBBQ.com, and you were doing a barbecue pork steaks on a PK grill that looked incredibly delicious. I was talking about it in the first segment, and our producer, T-Bone, salivated a little bit, uh, which we nobody had a towel to clean it up. But um, tell us a little bit about what you were talking about on that video because oh they looked so good well you know a pork steak is basically a boston butt that's been cut into steaks and i used i actually had my butcher cut those steaks about an inch and a quarter thick like a ribeye for the normal everyday person going to the grocery store a lot of these smaller grocery stores still cut them and they're only they're really thin they're about a half inch thick and so getting one that thick you just basically cook it like a steak but you need to carry it on up closer to 200 if you can to get it tender well and so moving it you know having a two-zone fire really just makes that it's got a lot of marbling a lot of fat in it like you know it is a pork butt so it, it to me i like them better than a pork chop when they're when they're cooked correctly well and, and it looks so good question regarding pork because isn't there a safety issue that you want to get it up to a certain temperature i mean as long as you get to 135 140 you're fine okay uh, you know, the FDA kind of moved the, uh, I guess it's, I'm trying to think it's been That's gosh, four, four, eight or four. nine years ago, probably. Maybe Has it been that years. long? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's probably, I'm going to say it's been every bit of between seven and 10. Yeah. Uh, my mind varies in my older age, but <laughs> it used to be a lot higher than that, you know, and they said 145. Well, now, you know, I've read things you can go as low as 130, you know, medium rare pork. Yeah. Uh, no, I I think the only thing you really catch that you really need to cook properly is chicken. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, and I noticed, too, on, on that video, you put that glaze on at the end. Was that one of your sauces that you put on there? It was. It was one of my sauces. And I, I think I mixed uh, some honey with that, if I'm not mistaken. Man. Um, I'm going to go back. I'm trying to think. Uh, tell me it was the, sure tell, tell me it was the vinegar sauce because that's probably my favorite product of yours. I absolutely love the vinegar. No, it was my sweet sauce. Actually. Was it really? Oh man, that vinegar sauce is just—it is awesome. If you like a, a real sweet vinegar barbecue sauce, man, I'll, to, I'll bring some in next time, guys. You guys can try it. It's, and do you know what's even better? That that vinegar sauce taking adding a little apple cider vinegar to it and a little bit of honey. Oh no, and joke! Turn it turning it into a vinaigrette for a spinach salad. What? Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now this is a game changer. Here. I like that. 
This is a game changer. This is the first barbecue guy we've had on that has talked about salad. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big guy, but I do like a good salad. Well, you, you know. take and grill some asparagus and kind of char them up, cut them up. A little bit of feta cheese or even goat cheese on some baby spinach and some candied pecans and take that dressing and drizzle over it. You'll thank me later for that recipe. Mm. Okay, well, I'm I'm getting ready to leave the show now to go get something to eat because that, that sounds awesome, man. That sounds awesome. So, Heath, tell me this. How long have you actually been doing your rubs? Has it? How long has it been? Four years now? Uh, no, I've sold under a couple of different names before. Right. Uh, but I honestly took the advice of Sweet Baby Ray and Famous Dave and kind of changed my name. Right. And when I did, within three months, business has quadrupled, and now it's like multiplied by probably 20. Yeah. Uh, and it is just insane, and we're bringing on other employees, and we're looking at commercial buildings now, and it just um, – it's it's been a really blessed thing that has happened to me. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I guess I didn't realize my name carried as far as it did. <laughs> uh, you know, honestly, that that's the truth. Well, and like I was getting ready to say, you know, the best thing that that you've done is is kind of follow that model that uh, that uh, you know you you do your social media posts, you do you do the recipes, you show people technique, and that's what people are really wanting. I mean, it's. You you just can't tell them to hey you know use this rub it's really good you know we'll throw it on some chicken but you actually walk them through the process and man that's that's what that's what you need and when you have a product as solid as you do and a video the videos you put out are great it's it's a no brainer no wonder you're so busy. Well, we're still playing with some lighting and stuff like that. I think we've done about. Oh, you're pretty enough. Just deal with the lighting <laughs> you, know, you got going. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the way my patio sets at home, it, it it's kind of. We have to play with the sun, kind of film with the sun. Uh-huh. Um, and if it ever gets down behind me, it kind of shadows out the food a lot. No matter how, no matter how many tripod lights you set out, and so we're still tweaking some stuff. It's good content. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm steady writing recipes. I'm actually writing two more tonight, uh, and we're steady, you know, filming videos, trying to get further and further ahead before wintertime sets in, and I start hunting all the time. Uh, <laughs> He's where you, know, where so, are you located at. Uh, I live in North Mississippi, okay. but I hunt mostly, I hunt mostly in Arkansas. I duck hunt a lot. Oh, nice. Nice. Is that where you, is that where you, uh, produce all the, uh, your products out of there or is it that out of another town? No, I actually have co-packers. We've gotten too big to make anything ourselves. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, we've got co-packers cause we turn out tens of thousands of bottles. Um, I mean, we're in over 500, um, locations now and steady growing, several a week sometimes it's you know 40 in a week um and and so it's uh gotten to the point where managing the business has kind of come a more than a full-time gig just for me to handle and so my wife has left her nursing job she's just a she went prn to help me now and like i said we're looking at bringing on another employee or two uh besides the it guy that i have and it just uh it's overwhelming i guess for for us to handle is that your wife candace Yes. Now she's yes. now I read she's a registered nurse. Mm-hmm. So when you burn yourself, do you go running to Candace and go, uh, "Honey"? <laughs> well, she's usually right there with me, filming <laughs> or taking pictures or something. So she knows, and we she has a little little bag in the closet. She drags it out and doctors me up. Here's here's the deal, Heath. These guys don't understand that uh, when you're a barbecue guy and you get burnt, it it just that's just part of the thing. It's just part of the deal anymore. It's no big deal. 
Well, I'm kind of a wuss, so I don't like to get burnt, okay? Yeah, so, <laughs> but uh, Heath, you know, you've won over 70 grand championships. Uh, all, all that com- competition, what have you learned that could help the backyard barber, uh, barber, the backyard barbecuer from doing all the big championships that you've done? Honestly, try to be consistent and cook your food to temp, not overcook it. You know, invest in a good thermopen or some kind of infrared thermometer to use with your cooking so you're not overcooking your meat. You know, I can remember eating with my grandmother when I was younger and they used to cook chicken to shoe leather. You know, that's <laughs> not the way chicken is meant to be ate. You know, that's the way their parents grew up cooking it. And so I think, uh, Internal temp was one of the key factors to good food and backyard guys having good food and just cook to tenderness. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's the thing. That's what wins contests, and that's what wins the backyard people is cook to tenderness. I know. Um, there's a lot of good flavors out there besides mine. Uh, I encourage uh, people to try other people's products as well because you're, if you limit yourself to one brand, you're just missing out. And, and Heath, I want you to know that we have a drinking game on this radio show that if anybody says the word thermometer, everybody has to chug their drink. So you just made a lot of people happy. <laughs> so, uh, Heath, we want you to stick around if you got a little extra time for another segment. We want you to tell folks one of your recipes. If you go to your website, which is HeathRilesBBQ.com, that's HeathRilesBBQ.com. Not only can you purchase barbecue sauces and marinades and bundles and all this kind of great stuff, but you got some recipes on there and we would like for you to share that and hopefully t-bone will get it on our facebook page so you got a little extra time there for us yeah thanks buddy well stay down there and we'll get back to you in just a couple of minutes right here on barbecue radio nation if you need some sizzle in your life turn us on fire us up and don't look back Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. I'm a hard-working man. I wear a steel hard hat. Ride, rope, a hammer, and paint. Do things with my hands that most men can't. I can't get ahead no matter how hard I try. I'm getting really good at barely getting by. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Kyes, along with engineer Kyle and producer T-Bone, my co-host and barbecue expert Dan Hathaway. We're talking with Heath Riles. You can check out his website at HeathRilesBBQ.com. And Dan... Hit him up. This is the part I'm looking forward to. <laughs> okay, so the last couple of weeks we've been talking about tailgate and tailgating recipes and, and just, you know, the, the whole process of tailgating. And what I wanted, I wanted to talk to Heath about is I wanted to get some, of his, some ideas from him for our next tailgate on some good recipes that he would recommend, maybe something that he's done on his website. And uh, I just want to see what he has to say because, you know, these guys know what they're doing and uh, I'd love to get some new ideas. So give me something, Heath. All right. Well, I can tell you one of my most favorite things to cook, whether I'm at a tailgate, going to a ball game, you kind of prep everything ahead of time is chicken wings. Mm. I mean, you you can't go wrong with a solid chicken wing. Right. And so I like going and getting a big old pack of family wings, which is usually 14 or 15 whole wings. 
you can cut them down into flats and drumettes if you want or leave them whole. A lot of times we leave them whole just because it's less prep work. Um, and I just honestly sprinkle a little olive oil on them, some of my everyday rub and some honey rub, and kind of let them set in that seasoning till I get to where I'm going. And I carry a drum with me a lot of times. You don't have to have any kind of plug-in or temperature control or anything like that for one. I preheat that drum to about 275 or 300, throw in a couple chunks of cherry wood, and I throw the wings on and let them cook. And I carry them up to about 190, 195 degrees. Um, usually flip them about halfway through the cook, which usually takes, honestly, close to an hour. So about 30 minutes, you want to flip them. Um, you know, and I make up a sauce, a honey sriracha glaze. And I've never been a huge fan of sriracha sauce, but making it, incorporating it with honey, um, it's my favorite favorite way to eat wings by far. Oh, yeah. And I just take um, half a cup of my sweet barbecue sauce, five tablespoons of melted butter, a half a cup of honey, a quarter cup of sriracha, and a tablespoon of soy sauce. And kind of just get them warm on the stove. You know, you can transport them. A good way to transport them is in a Yeti, you know, like container or glass with a lid on it. You can warm it up before and it'll stay hot for a long time. And all you got to do is toss your wings in it, you know, when they're done. Uh, and so it's a really simple, really easy traveling recipe with a little bit of prep work at home. Um, don't take a lot of uh, effort. And it, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal way to tailgate with wings. Oh, yeah. Then, you know, you're speaking my language with the sriracha sauce because that's one of my absolute favorite things to do, too. And I'm not trying to steal your your thunder here, Heath. But, man, honey, sriracha sauce, and fresh cracked black black pepper might be the best thing on chicken wings ever of all time. <laughs> It's no just, doubt. it's just awesome. And, and like you said, when you, when you take that rub and you, you, you apply it to the chicken wings and let them sit for a little bit, that's where you really develop that nice crust on the drum. Cause you need, you need that sugar to kind of melt into it. And then once you throw them on that drum, man, they just, they char up real nice. And there's, there's nothing better than a chicken wing with a, a little extra char on it, especially when you hit it with that sriracha, it just kind of pops a little bit. And I, man, that, mm-hmm. that's awesome. And, and well, I, I, I I did take mine and return them to the drum once I sauced them. Oh, yeah. Pack that sauce up and make it really sticky. And I've done some with and some without. And the ones that I put back on the drum were absolutely incredible. Yeah, because that sauce, it'll actually absorb a little bit of that smoke coming off that lump charcoal. And, and yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's a flavor. You can't, you can't buy that flavor. It, it's just, it just doesn't happen unless you're cooking on a 55-gallon drum. That's now, for sure. Heath, you said you started off, you put some olive oil on them? Yeah, I use a little bit of olive oil for my wings a lot of times. Okay. Avocado oil, olive oil, just kind of whatever I have handy. Um, you know, and if you're, you know, doing it at home and throwing them in a bag, you know, with the rub on them where you don't have to even carry the rub with you where you're going, just have them in a big Ziploc bag. It just makes it so easy. Like, honestly, light the fire and uh, just pour them out on the grate and kind of spread them out. Now, you were mentioning that you could cook them with the the drum, what, what, drumstick and the and the drum, or what oh, do you call it, drumette? The drumette and the, and the flats. And the flats. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, I prefer the drumettes. So, you said you cook them all together to make it easier. Then, can, then you just, can you just chop them, chop them separately? Yeah, you can. That way? You can chop them in half, or you can honestly uh, buy them already cut. Party wings is what they're called. Yeah. The yeah. See, name. That, that's know, the kind of like. You can buy them already dejointed. Are you okay if I use ranch dressing? Because there's a controversy with ranch dressing. <laughs> you know, honestly, if you're a ranch dressing person or a blue cheese person, you know, to dip these wings in, you're fine. Um, I like a little blue cheese or ranch every now and then myself. Nothing wrong with it. If you want to 
that's more for a cooling effect, you know, and a cold effect on a hot chicken wing. Right. And so just kind of whatever floats your boat. You hear that, Dan? It's I, okay. I, okay. Well, Keith Riles just said gonna, it's okay, and uh, he's won seventy championships. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm good with it. But any anything else comes to mind as far as uh, tailgate goes? I'm a huge fan of taking those sweet peppers and kind of corn them out and stuffing them with cream cheese and some of my sweet barbecue rub, and then wrapping them in thin cut bacon and more sweet barbecue rub and putting them on a, a grill or a smoker and smoking them for about 45 minutes just to the bacon's done and eating them. I mean, and I absolutely love them. Really mm. simple, really easy. You can prep them ahead of time and they're absolutely delicious. So you're talking about those, uh, those bags of like, I, I call them the, the, the Christmas peppers where you get the red, the red and the green in the, in the bag for like uh, salads instead of doing jalapenos. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're red and uh, the, you yellow red, yellow and, and yeah, those, man, that's a great idea. I've never, I mean, never thought I about cut that. them in half and make little boats out of them, you know, just take a spoon <laughs> and huh. tear out a little bit of seed in them and take cream cheese and smear in them and, and well, then I, sprinkle it with rub and then wrap it in thin bacon and sprinkle it with more rub. And I, I absolutely love that little stuff. Sweet pepper. That's a And great, you can get creative with idea. it and mix in some diced pickled jalapenos in the cream cheese. If you'd like a little more heat or add a little cheddar to it or anything like that. Uh, you know, and, and pipe it in there. It's just kind of whatever you like. You can always adjust it. I just like the sweet peppers versus the full jalapeno. Yeah. You know, Heath, I, I hate to cut you off because we're starting to run out of time. One thing you mentioned twice, though, and I thought it, this is so so good when it comes to barbecuing. You talked about preparing everything ahead of time, and that way you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That's just such great advice. Well, once again, we've had Heath Riles. Check out his website, HeathRilesBBQ.com. That's HeathRilesBBQ.com. He's won over 70 grand championships. He's been on the Travel Channel and the Food Network. And you want to go to his website and check out his products and his recipes. Heath, thank you so much. And we'll be right back on Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius, along with Dan Hathaway. Want to do our weekly affiliate shout-out? Goes to Super Talk 1270 AM out of Bismarck, North Dakota. Check out their website, supertalk1270.com. That's supertalk1270.com. Figured we'd uh, you do a little shout-out to North Dakota before winter gets here. And uh, those four, uh, I do a lot of shows up north, and people... I. I live in the Midwest, but people who live in the upper Midwest, you guys are the most hardy, sturdy, strong people I've ever met in my life. They are grizzled. grizzled. I was doing a show in <laughs> grizzled, grizzled uh, in um, Fargo one time, and I was talking to the guy, and I go, man, it was like 10 above. And I go, gosh, it's so cold. And he goes, huh. It's not even zero yet. Do you have shorts on? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's not zero yet. I, I remember it was so cold that the uh, meteorologist got on TV and that it had not hit zero for like 30 days in a row. 
and we were just up there and then er everything was just eyes down but anyway uh thank you for listening up there at super talk 1270 a.m in bismarck north dakota and where of course they love their football up in north dakota everybody everybody loves their football But, you know, I'm so excited football has gotten started again. And we've, we talked a little bit with Heath about tailgating. Yep. But let's let's start with, first of all, the basics. When you're going to tailgate and you go out to the stadium, it's not like you can take your big, unless I guess maybe you have a huge truck or something or yeah. one of those uh, trailers that you pull along. But if mm-hmm. you're just the average person that wants to tailgate, but you want to not just bring it from KFC, you want to actually do some grilling. Or, you can't really smoke, can you? There's not enough time for doing smoking, is there? Well, you absolutely can. And, and Heath made a, a great point about tailgating in general. And then that's, you know, bring a, bring a cooker that cooks fast. And and like he said, he, he takes his gateway drum out there and Man, if you if you get out to the stadium early enough and you have a gateway drum, you can cook a slab of ribs in a couple hours. Okay, I mean that's enough time to you know chug a couple beers and and get ready for the game. So, well, yeah. And one thing you mentioned in, in our earlier shows, Dan, about you know tailgating. One of the things if you can do is food that you can hold. Food you know, that you can hold, yeah. Because you don't want a knife and fork food. No, You no. want food that you can hold, and is there a better food to hold than ribs? Okay, ribs, chicken wings. I mean, it, that's all you need, really. I mean, that's that's a part of the food pyramid for me. So the fuels, and I want to get back to the ribs in a second, uh-huh. but the fuels when you're using, okay. So I, I assume that if you use gas, it's the easiest way to do it when you're sure. doing a tailgate. Yeah, of course it is, but you're not going to want to lug a gas grill out to the, you know, out to the, out to the stadium, unless you have a, you know, a trailer or maybe right. something that's a little bit more portable. Now but, I've got one of the small Weber ones where you use the small thing. But, oh yeah. Like the little Weber cues. Those right. are, those are great. You just run out of room fast and you know, you really can't slow cook on them. So if you wanted to do ribs or maybe you were taking a, a side dish out there that you wanted to reheat or, or something like that, you can't really do any low, low temperature cooking on them. Uh, you know, that's, that's where a big, a nice size Weber kettle, or, or like I said, the gateway comes in handy so much. I'd, I'd prefer just taking a gateway out there cause you could do everything on it and, and be done with it. Would you prefer coal over wood just because it's a little quicker to start well, up? Well, I mean, the, the wood really, I, I view wood more as a, as an ingredient to, to fl- mm. to develop flavors more so as a heat source, just because it's so unpredictable. So I, I would tend to use more, uh, I, I tend to use more charcoal than anything. Okay. But then you, but then you have to get very specific with your charcoal. You know, are we using lump charcoal or are we using briquette charcoal? And that's, okay. that's, you know, that's kind of a tomato, well, tomato kind of thing <laughs> for people. But for me, if I'm, if I'm cooking in a gateway drum, I'm going to use lump charcoal. It's easy to start. It burns clean and you get, you get that smoky flavor that you want off of it. And it's, it's just fine. So backing up a little bit on the wood with char- with uh, tailgating, what about pellets? You know, there are some pellet grills that um, that that are available that you can actually use for tailgating. They they make some some fold up tailgate models that they actually Traeger has a model called the Tailgator, and mm. uh, it 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 essentially sits on your tailgate. And if you have a truck with maybe a plug in it, or you have a small inverter, uh, power inverter, you can run a pellet grill all day long, no problem. Okay. Now, speaking of the, okay, the trailer hitch thing that, that I see people have these little grills that are, that you just connect it like it would right. be a trailer. Uh-huh. Those things are, are they pretty popular? You know, not around here. You know, most of the time that when I see those, I'm usually somewhere in the South, you know, in Texas or maybe in, in Oklahoma. Uh, there's so many guys down there, you know, in the oil fields or the oil business for that matter that have extra pipe laying around and you'll see them. They'll build little plug-in <laughs> tailgates that just slide into your receiver hitch 
and it's good to go. But yeah, I don't see a lot of those around here. And surprisingly, you know, because I mean, we're kind of in the middle of the barbecue world right well, now. Well, and it looks convenient to have that yeah, on there. It's very, you know, it, I guess it could be convenient. The only downfall I could see to it is if you wanted to put your tailgate down and access whatever's oh, in back. That's you know, a good point. But then I've seen other other you know people that have they they swing out and they extend a little bit more. But uh, you know. It, <sighs> Everybody does everything so much. <laughs> it's so different from region to region when it comes to cooking devices. It's not even funny. Now, not to get too regional here, but I know at Arrowhead Stadium, the people who who tailgate, they of course has a reputation for tailgating, yeah. and a lot of people use coals, and they have these like these coal dumpsters, which I assume like you, you tailgate and you cook everything, you use the coal, and then you just leave it. I'm assuming go into the game, and then when it comes out, it's cooled down. Bad and- idea. Okay. Okay. Well, that's why I'm asking so you. That, I've, I've done that before. I had this great little grill. It was a snap on toolbox. Oh, don't tell grill. me somebody stole it. Oh yeah. And, oh. And it was just so no. freaking cool. And I, I, it was one of the first games I took my dad to a bears oh. game because he's a huge bears fan. And I left that thing slid in underneath the, the back end of my truck. And I was like, it'll be fine. Nobody's going to mess with it. We're in the Midwest. Everybody's nice and they don't steal anything. <laughs> Boy, I was wrong. Well, I, I bet we didn't even get into the game. That thing was already gone. Well, you said we we're in the Midwest, and and if anybody's going to steal anything, it's going to be barbecue stuff. It's going to be yeah, a snap-on <laughs> toolbox barbecue thing. I mean, you sh- I should have put a sign on it that says "Take me." <laughs> <laughs> you, what you needed is one of your old beat-up grills that you're about to throw away anyway. Pretty much, yeah. And and, yeah. and, and actually, that's not a bad idea if you want to get rid of a grill. It's <laughs> just leave it out. Of course, People, that'll be the one they don't steal. Happens all the time. I see it all the time. People leave grills out in, in Arrowhead. I mean. You should have seen it after the last playoff game. It was insane. It looked like the it looked like my warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> so, like with those coal dumpsters, if you dump the coal right then, and then you could put it away. Oh and yeah. Be safe. yeah, If you were if you were to dump it, say fifteen minutes before you went into the game, it'll cool down enough where it'd be probably be safe enough to put it in, unless it was some kind of heavy duty, you know, super thick cooker that's going to hold a lot of heat but a Weber kettle once the coals are out of it it'll cool down pretty quick okay we're running out of town time here but i just love talking about tailgate because it's one of my favorite experiences oh yeah let's talk about real quick about burgers burgers but doing burgers burgers you got less than a minute <laughs> okay what do you want to talk about burgers? <laughs> well, wait, well how do you suggest doing them i'm quarter pound size what do, what do you think so i i kind of have this fun way of doing burgers where i'll take a uh instead of getting a burger press i'll just take a small plate and i'll mash them down with the the underside part of the plate is always about perfect, you know, six inches in diameter and you just mash it down. You can make them as thin as you want. You just peel it off the bottom of the plate and throw it on some wax paper and you're good to go. Wow. It's fun for the kids too. They always get a a kick out of doing (laughs) burgers at the house. Teaching the kids young to barbecue. Well, yeah, somebody's have to take care of me in my advanced age. Well, you did hit 40, so we're, <laughs> we're, we're lucky he could even find the studio. I got lost on the way here. So, uh, of course, we want you to become a part of our Barbecue Radio Nation. You can do that on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we will be right back, right here, on Barbecue Radio Nation. <laughs> Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Hey. 
Kason, you listen to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm going to tell you what, if you're looking, you ain't cooking. The thing that I used to do, Lord, I won't do no more. And welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kais along with Dan Hathaway. Great guest, Heath Riles, grand champion winner. Check out his website, HeathRilesBBQ.com. Man, that guy, he, I, he was fun to talk to. Yeah, he's a good guy, man. He I, is. And and like I said before, his what he's doing with all of his products and, and his social media page is fantastic. His website's fantastic, too. There's so much information there. You, you cannot go wrong following some of his recipes for sure. And speaking of social media, we want you to become part of Barbecue Radio Nation. You can do that on our Facebook page, and it's free. All you got to do is like us. Just go to bbqradionation.com and like us on our Facebook page, and you'll see stuff like uh, probably knowing T-Bone like he is. He'll get stuff on there uh, from Heath, and then Dan has a new video that you've just posted. Yeah, I did a chicken wing video this morning, and, uh, and it t- I thought it turned out all right. I'm still a little green on the editing part, but that's where uh, over here comes into play. <laughs> did, while I was not looking, did oh, he, he was, just indicate me? Yeah, see, he did. Okay. I, have to I, I used to produce television. So. Well, when he says he's a little green on editing, you watch it and you go, hi, this is... And there's the wings. Well, yeah, okay. That that's kind of how it goes. I learned how to use the fade into different uh, scenes thing on my Apple, oh. uh, on my iMovie. So, yeah, oh. I'm getting real fancy. Thank you, Mr. Spielberg. So, um, we, of course, had our Ask Dr. Dan segment sponsored by Casa M Spice Company. Uh, we gave away the range sample pack. It includes not just for pork, beef, and chicken seasoning, but they've got fish, lamb, jerk, and spice for all season. And check them out at CasaMSpice.com. Just some great products over there. And if you want to win yourself a prize, you know, some sauce or spices or whatever we're giving away, just write us at drdan at bbqradionation.com or you can ask on our Facebook page. Or if you just have a general email, Dave and Dan at bbqradionation.com. Just make sure it's all compliments. We're not taking insults. Well, I'll take insults. I'll take insults. I'll take insults from YouTube. Those will get read on the air. (laughs) Especially if it has something to do with Dave. It's like all of a sudden Tebow's like, oh, I got a letter I want to read today. I'm like, what? What? And now who do you have lined up for next week as a guest, Dan? Uh, So next week I have uh, David Busca from Butcher Barbecue. He's uh, he's from Oklahoma. And uh, he, man, he's been around for a long time. He's a, he used to own a uh, custom butcher shop. Now he just uh, produces and, and ships out his butcher barbecue products all over the country. And it's a, he's a big guest. He's great, a big guest. Great. We're also going to talk next week along with him about different kinds of cuts of steaks, including the world famous Vegas steak that T-Bone and I have no idea what it and is. And that's perfect because that was developed in Oklahoma. <laughs> Again, like us on Facebook. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify for Engineer Kyle, producer T-Bone, my partner in barbecue crime, Dan Hathaway. I'm Dave Caius, and happy barbecuing. Happy barbecuing.